0: ladies and gentlemen and once again welcome back to Fleet Licker. I'm your host Sean Murray and it is what the fourth one today we have done but again well excuse me I'll take it back I think it's the third one we've done all today this is probably the fourth in the last two days excuse me I guess I'll have to kind of like correct that a little bit um, Again, for those who join joined for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so. I've always said invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow co-workers, whomever you need to invite, please, invite them on in. We're all family and friends here on Fleet Flicker. We talk nothing but, nothing but football. There's no politics, no religion, no, no just nothing but football. Um, before we go any further, um, at least in this episode, we'll talk about a running back that Maybe this young, this young man is on the downside of his career, and we'll talk about him. We'll talk about his team in general. We'll talk about that in this, in this episode. Uh, another thing, a, a cut was made today by the Indianapolis Colts. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about if, if this young man at 28 years old still has value in the NFL, and what team or if a team will pick him up. We'll talk about that as well. We'll talk about a legendary football coach whose days could be coming to an end here very soon. You probably know who I'm talking about. His name was mentioned in the news last, probably the last couple of days or so. We'll talk about him. And the very final thing we'll talk about is we haven't talked about him since our, our return. And that's the Dallas Cowboys. And could the Dallas Cowboys be making a claim to be one of the top teams in the NFC this year? And do they have a chance to win the NFC East over the Philadelphia Eagles? We'll talk about that in this episode. As well, uh, for those who join for the very first time, I want to say thank you for doing so, and uh, please invite your family, your friends, your loved ones, your neighbors, your fellow workers. Uh, I might have said it twice. I think I meant to say probably. Um, yeah, if you if you do it from day one, which is what I should have said, I want to thank you for doing so. Um, again, I want to thank uh, my Facebook followers uh, whether you're a like I say a business or a a certain individual who's running a business or I think at one point in time I had actually had a small- time law firm that was actually following me which was kind of kind of odd but I do greatly appreciate it. Um, and again whether you're you know a musician, fellow podcaster, uh, an author, you know author of a book, whatever the case might be out there. I want to thank you for following me. And please, by all means, I hope you continue to continue to follow me and I hope you continue to listen to the, um, to the, to the podcast. I greatly appreciate the people who do listen to the podcast. Like I said, I've been off for about three months. I am back and, um, I'm here to do the very best I can to put out the best information to you as, as possible. And I certainly greatly appreciate those who do, you know, who once again, do listen to the podcast. Um, Trying to think of anything else I want to I want to put out there before we start jumping into what, we're, what we want to talk about and that's what we're talking about football right um, trying to come up with anything else we talked about um, but again I want to thank you for those who do follow me and for do follow me on here and who do, do listen to the podcast um, again I'm on Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts Amazon Stitcher Radio Public. Just a few uh, uh, that I am on, and uh, certainly wherever you are, you don't have an on Spotify as well. So please, by all means, if you yeah, please, all means, and if you got any questions, reach me on Facebook and Spotify, the two places that you can reach me on, and uh, I'll answer any question for you whatsoever. Again, like I said before, I'll take an entire episode of answering nothing but your questions because that means you're that that important to me. Um, Hopefully, in future episodes, we haven't had a chance to talk about this. In future episodes, but we'll talk about the firing of Matt Canada. Probably not this episode, but I'll make it a top priority in my next in my next episode for the uh, for my Pittsburgh Steelers fans. And I know a few Pittsburgh Steelers fans uh, fans out there. As I've said before, when I started this um, podcast two years ago, um, my thing was I don't have any favoritisms. Um, I've never been a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan because they're in the same division with the Bengals. But again, when I start this podcast, I have to have you say it. You have to, you know, I have to be the devil's advocate. I've got to call it like I see it. And like I said, people know, I have probably thrashed the Bengals more than I've praised them. And again, again, if I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are doing a fantastic job, I'll come out and say it. If I think they're doing a bad job, I'll come out and thrash them. But again, there's a lot of you know, radio, a radio talk show, TV talk shows, or podcasters that had favorites, and they will praise their team and make excuses for them. I'm not going to do that because that's not the type of podcast that I, did, that I started two years ago. If I think, you know, like I said, I think the Bengals suck. I'll tell you that they suck up the joint, plain and simple, because that's how I—that's uh, how I want to come across. Now, hopefully hopefully maybe in a couple more episodes I might switch up on you we may bring up a subject too of college football now I know everybody wants to know about the the Jim Harbaugh thing Um, I am an Ohio State fan but again I have a lot of respect for Harbaugh and what he's done for the University of Michigan but I'll have to give you my intake not this episode maybe we'll kind of discuss that a little bit down the road and we might throw a few college football you know Questions and questions in there, or some subjects we will break up, just to kind of give you a different switch switch up. Um, I'm trying to think if that's about all. If that's um, if that is pretty much all I need to um, talk about to talk about as far as is getting things up and off the ground. I think that pretty much covers it. Let's jump in right. We're here to talk about football, right? Let's let's talk about. Let's talk about a team that's kind of struggled, at least this year, and it's kind of struggled a little bit last year. And let's talk about the Tennessee Titans. We'll go to the AFC South. Now, in the running back, one particular player I want to talk about is running back, and that is Derrick Henry. Now, it wasn't long ago that Derrick Henry was a 2,000 yard rusher in this in this league. And nobody in the world seemed to be able to stop Derrick Henry. I mean, the man had a highlight tapes where he was stiff arming people right in love. And just shove him to the ground. Now, Derek is has not had the as now Derrick Henry has had maybe a couple of hundred yard games, I think, this year, but other than that, Derek really hasn't lit the world on fire this year. And people are saying that maybe th- this is the end of Derrick Henry. Well, the way I can look at this is, is very simply. It's is very simply put. I don't think Derrick Henry is twenty nine years old, will be thirty next season. And everybody knows that running backs when you hit that plateau. Yeah. People think that their career is pretty much over with washed up. Now, Derrick Henry has a lot of... I'm sure he has a lot of wear and tear on the body. Because... Because at one point in time, if if Derrick Henry went... The the offense went... Derrick Henry was kind of like Barkley is... Saquon Barkley is to the Giants. If Henry goes, so goes the offense. And to me this day, it's it's still kind of sort of the case. Now... Again, Ryan Tannehill, the last couple of years, Ryan Tannehill has had injuries. He has some struggles. Now, again, there are times where Ryan Tannehill can look like a pretty decent quarterback in this league. But right now, Ryan got injured. He kind of lost his job to Will Levis, who they drafted this year from the University, of New- the University of Kentucky. Now, Malik Willis, he played a little bit last year, and he did not do such a good job. Now, again, Levis, to me, is a much better quarterback than Malik Willis. Willis may be the better path of them to, absolutely. But Will has been in a system, the University of Kentucky, he's been in a pro style system at the University of Kentucky. And to me, this guy kind of gives Will a little bit of an edge. Now, again, Will's gonna have his ups and downs, and he's had some he's had some ups and downs already. But again, it appears that the Tennessee Titans want to put the ball in his hands more so than Derrick Henry. But then again, but then again, defenses in the league are going group do that eight man box because they don't want Derrick Henry to beat you. Now there was talk there was talk at one point in time that Derek could have been traded by the deadline. And names like the Dallas Cowboys, that name popped up. Some teams popped up as possible destinations where Derek Henry go, but the Tennessee Titans said, Derek, you're staying with us. Now, I believe Derek could be a free agent after the season. I might be wrong. Somebody can somebody please tell me that I am wrong. I mean but I think Derrick would be a free agent after the season. And if that's the case, to me, Tennessee made the mistake If they probably should have traded Derrick Henry and got something for him. And they probably could have got a little something. I'm not saying that somebody would have paid a high price tag for Derrick Henry, but it would have been something for the Tennessee Titans to take a step and move forward. If you feel Will Evans is your quarterback of the future, that's all fine and well and good. They've got a young man, Spears, from the University of Tulane, has had you said has shown some signs and to me i wouldn't be totally shocked if spears into being the number one running back next year for the tennessee titans and i'm interested to see that they show man if he gets more opportunities next season which we're going to think that he is because because we're figuring will levis is going to be i mean not will's going to be the starting quarterback obviously but we're freaking henry's going to be going now with Henry, the question mark remains: Is well, where do you think Derrick Henry could end up next year? Again, I'm assuming somebody will take a chance on Derrick Henry next year. He is, yes, he'll be 30 years old, but you got to look at the current Tennessee Titans team. The offensive line is not really that good at all, really. I mean, a couple of years ago, Tennessee had two, three years ago, Tennessee Titans had one of the better offensive lines in the league. And again, I've always said this. I think it was like my second or third episode that I ever did. I always put the importance on an offensive line. And if you're playing fantasy football, an offensive line is highly important because because of the running back that you have. And a few years ago, Tennessee Titans, like we said, had one of the best offensive lines in football. And that's why Derek Henry could get, become a 2,000-yard rusher. What do you think about the Philadelphia Eagles? When they have a healthy offensive line, they've got a running game. You talk about the Dallas Cowboys back in the day but they had a, a one of the best offensive lines in football. How do you think Emmitt Smith did about that offensive line, right? The Cleveland Browns, think about the Cleveland Browns, for example, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yeah, that one-two punch. Cleveland had a very good offensive line. So the offensive line is very important in this league. Another thing with the Tennessee Titans is it's been a while they've had that number one receiver. They haven't had the number one receiver since you traded A.J. Brown. Again, Tennessee did not want to pay A.J. Brown the big bucks he was looking for. The Eagles were looking for somebody to put with Devontae Smith and help and make Jalen Hurts' life a little easier. Well, mission accomplished. They did that. They gave A.J. a contract, and A.J. has succeeded their expectations. I mean, if, if if the Eagles had won the Super Bowl last year, Hurts or A.J. Brown would have been either, either one of the two, probably been MVP of the Super Bowl maybe Hurts more so than Brown but Brown would have made a compelling argument last you know in the Super Bowl last year if they'd have won it now again they didn't want to pay the big bucks and they got Burks who they felt that was going to be the guy to replace AJ Brown but Burks had been rolled with injuries now they did get DeAndre Hopkins now Mike Brable was a former team I was not a former team but a former coach with DeAndre Hopkins in in, in the Texans and he knew all about having DeAndre Hopkins and Hopkins really hasn't played that badly for the Houston Texans, but again, you don't have a consistent number two receiver to take the pressure off of DeAndre Hopkins. So, to me, you've got a rookie quarterback. Yes, you got a veteran receiver, and you've got Derrick Henry. But if you look at if you look at if you look if you're moving forward from the Tennessee for the Tennessee Titans, Henry's probably going to be gone. Spears will be the number one running back next year. We're figuring Hopkins has got what a one-year deal. He's probably going to be going. You, you, have a, you, know, you have to have a new number one receiver. In the offensive line, it's got to get better. And the defense, the defense has had its ups and downs. The defense needs working. And this is the time where maybe a guy like Mike Vrabel might say, hey, it's time for me to get my butt up, at, up out of Tennessee. And Mike has done an outstanding job as a you know as coach of the Tennessee Titans. But right now, in Tennessee you may be going for that. And everybody wants, don't, don't, want to, don't want to hear the word, rebuilding. Nobody wants to hear that word if you're a football fan of of a particular team. You don't want to hear that word, rebuilding. But Tennessee is in a rebuilding process. Now, Ryan Tannehill. My guess is Tannehill will be gone by next year. You figure Malik Willis will be the backup. Levis will probably start now unless unless they go to camp. And Levis and, you know, maybe Levis and um, Willis... We'll battle for the number one spot for next year. But to be honest with you, I think Levis will have the advantage going into camp. But you know, Willis could play out of his mind and beat Lewis after the job. But I think Will Levis will be the starting quarterback. But again, you gotta have an offensive line play. If Henry goes, can Spears step in? Now Spears will not be Derek Henry, but can he yeah, but can he can he be a thousand yard rusher in his leg? I guess we'll find that out next season. But again Hopkins will be gone. Can Burke's ever live to that, the billing of the, the Titans feel that he can be. Again, that's something we have to look out for. But for Tennessee moving forward, if you're gonna build around that young quarterback, offensive line help, get a receiver, maybe get a tight end. You know, you're gonna to have to do that to build around. Then again, again you've got some talented players on defense. Simmons is a talented player. Landry's a good pass rusher. The point is, there's some pieces on defense, but you need to add more pieces, but my guess is if there's a Tennessee Titans, you go build around with Levis, then you're going to need to You're going to need a to Build around well and build that offense around If you feel that he is the man now For Ryan Tannehill Tannehill's is probably going to be certainly he'll be gone next season Tannehill could have a few opportunities with a few different ball clubs now whether Ryan to me to me, I would have loved to have seen them trade maybe Tannehill to the Jets. And again, Tannehill would have done a better job if he were healthier. He would have done a he would done a much better job than Zach than yeah, Zach Willis or Tim Boyle or even Trevor Simeon. To me, I'm surprised that, you know, if when he was healthy, I am surprised that the, you know, the Jets did reach out to get Tannehill. Sure, it probably cost maybe a late-round draft pick or something like that, absolutely, but Tannehill would have been better than what they had. Now, where could Tannehill end up at? One weird possible about the New York Giants. Tannehill's probably an upgrade of Daniel Jones. Might not be a, a monster upgrade, but it's somewhat of an upgrade. You figure Taylor Todd Taylor's going to be a free agent after the season, and who knows what to do about Daniel Jones' contract. I mean, my guess is Daniel will continue to start next season, but Tannehill could be an upgrade now. Whether the Giants would think about it or not, highly it, But you look around. You know what about? You know what about the Minnesota Vikings now? Kirk Cousins maybe maybe will may be a free agent. He's coming off of a, of a what? Of an ACL injury or Achilles injury. So again, you have to wonder will Minnesota invest in keeping Kirk Cousins around? I'm mm-hmm. going to say probably not and if Kirk can be healthy, even at 35 years old, Kirk can still be productive quarterback in this league under the right circumstances, but do the Vikings go out and get a guy like Ryan Tannehill? Now, again, you have to think about it, but what about Ryan Tannehill? Could he, would Ryan Tannehill suspect being a backup quarterback on the right team? Absolutely, he could be a decent backup quarterback for anybody, for anybody, in this league whatsoever there's there's no denying that but again the Tennessee Titans are in what I'll consider in a rebuilding mode And Tennessee now granted you're in the AFC South to me I've said Jacksonville to me will be the a contender for the next few years in that division the Houston Texans have been a monster surprise CJ Stroud has come along way better than Houston Texans had ever hoped again you know, uh, Devin Singletary has been a pleasant surprise. Damien Pierce has been, a, has been a huge disappointment. The offensive line has had his moments where he's played better than anticipated. And again, the receiving core, they found they, they seem to find a young, a, a young receiver. What is it, Delk? They seem to found him, a young receiver. Uh, you have a veteran Robert Woods, Nico Collins. You've got some young receivers. You've got a veteran tight end, David Schultz. So again, see, they've surrounded CJ with some talent. Now, maybe the Texans don't have that legitimate number one weapon, but the receivers have stepped up and have played well for CJ Stroud. And CJ Stroud has the respect of the city, he has respect of his coaches and of his teammates. And right now, CJ is probably the runaway candidate for the Rookie of the Year. So if Houston continues to improve, you can see the Texans and the Jaguars as it teams to be in the ABC South the next few years, which means now the Colts. The Colts have Anthony Richardson back next season. Hopefully Richardson continues to develop. Taylor, who has a new contract, he'll be back. You got Pittman. But again, with the Titans, not with the Titans, it's a rebuilding mode. It's rebuilt. And again, then they and maybe the Colts, now the Colts do have, now again, the Colts and possibly the Titans are going to be rebuilding for the next for the next few years. Now the division has turned to the Jacksonville Jaguars into the Houston Texans. Now, you can make an argument that maybe the Colts might be in slightly better shape. Quarterback again. You have a Jonathan Taylor. You still got a Michael Pittman. Offensively, the Colts may be a little bit better. Defensively, the culture probably a little bit better defensively. So, to me, the Tennessee Titans might be a team that could be rebuilding for the next few years. And again, a, guy, a good coach like Mike Grable might say, you know what? I ain't got time for this rebuilding stuff. I got to get out of town. And for a guy like Mike Grable, there is not a team in this league. Now, what about if Mike Grable went to, say, the Chargers, for example? And can you see Mike Grable with all that talent? What he can do, what he can do. For the Chargers, I mean, I like to see that. If Mike could go to a team that's just on the cusp of something, Mike could get a team back in the playoffs. A guy like I got I mean, the Chargers would be, a, would, be a, would be an excellent, an excellent poss- uh, excellent possibility for uh, you know, for him. I mean, what if if what if the you know, Atlanta Falcons got tired of Arthur Smith, Could will go to Atlanta. I can actually see that. You could work with a couple of quality running backs. The quarterback situation would have to get better. You would have to get another receiver to put with Drake London, and you'd have to find a quarterback, I think, that can throw the football, that can make Drake London, Kyle Pitts, what they were when you drafted them a couple years ago. But again, Mike could have jobs out there, but again, for Tennessee, it's rebuilding one-on-one. You have a young quarterback, well, probably two, two young quarterbacks, if you think about it, you might have a new running back. Because Spears will probably start next year. Let's say Derek is going to be gone. To me, that was a mistake for the Tennessee Titans. If you were in the rebuilding mode, then you should have traded Derek. You could have got maybe a draft pick or two, maybe for a guy like Derrick Henry, even though he's going to be 30 years old. But if Derek plays behind a good offensive line and a decent quarterback, Derek can still be productive even at 30 years old. And Derek is the type of guy that does keep himself in tip top shape. Again, Derek Hillard could be a Frank Gore. Everybody knew Frank Gore played Frank Gore hung around hung around. I'll think until he was like maybe like thirty, what, six years old or something like that. But he kept himself in tip top shape. Adrian Pearson always came back, but Pearson wasn't what he what he was in his days when he was with Minnesota. But again, Henry, Henry could have maybe another Couple years in him under the right circumstances and under the right, you know, the right team, the right offensive line. I know you can make the doubt the Dallas references all you want, but I don't really see, you know, I don't know if I see that as a possibility. Now, I could see some team like the Chicago Bears, the Bears maybe, but again, I think Derek would have to go to a team that would that's a playoff contender. Now, a team like maybe the Chargers, do you replace Eckler with maybe Derrick Henry? I mean, it's an interesting thought process. Now, Grand Derrick Henry is not the receiver out of the backfield that Austin Eckler is, absolutely not. But again, it's a thought process. Henry's a guy that you can still can run the ball probably still 20 times a game and take the pressure off of a guy like Justin Herbert. But again, for Derrick Henry, his time in Tennessee is over with yeah, I'm sure he's, and I'm sure that he will still, he's going still, you know, for fantasy honors, give him a disappointment. And I'll admit, I've had Derrick Henry on a few teams, and yes, he has been a disappointment. But again, Derrick Henry at one point in time was a 2,000-yard rusher. Now, like I said before, I think still has been a good, maybe not two good years in him in the right circumstances. But he has to, be, he has to have a quality offensive line and you've got to have a video a decent quarterback. And if he stays in the AFC, you start look you start looking around. What about the Buffalo Bills? Now, can you imagine putting Derek in with Josh Allen? Again, Derek's not a receiver out of the backfield, but, you know, but, but under a decent offensive line, quality and quarterback in Josh Allen, Henry could probably still get twenty carries a game. Grant you have James Cook. But again, Henry could be of value of, of value to this you new know, of value to the franchise. I mean again one possibility is a crazy possible about the Baltimore Ravens. Now J.K. Dobbins is coming off will be coming off of, of a Achilles injury and my guess is the Ravens could very well let him go and replace him with Derrick Henry. Now Derrick Henry and the Ravens the Ravens get back to running more of the football, they got Derrick Henry in there, but again, I don't see, you know, them, you know, giving up, just giving up on the, you know, on the running game like that. I really don't see them giving up on the passing game, I should say, but again, Derrick Henry's the type of guy that could certainly, um, certainly, you know, could would be an interesting addition for the you know, for the Ravens. Now, again, Derrick, I think, will have chances, will have, we'll have opportunities Next year for some organization, but again, it's kind of hard to watch a guy like Derek Henry and some, of and you know, looking at the Tennessee Titans on the down and then on the downside again. You don't want to hear the word rebuilding, but that's what Tennessee is doing. Tennessee is rebuilding, and for and for Tennessee Titans faithful, enjoy enjoy King Henry while you can, because he's going to be somewhere else next year, and. He could very well, he might not be a 2,000-yard rusher by the stretch of the imagination, but Derek could probably still surprise you and still be a 1,000-yard rusher. Like I said, he keeps himself in shape. And I've seen some of Derek Henry's workouts. Man's a beast. Make no mistake about it. But again, for Derek Henry, Tennessee Titans fans, enjoy what you got because it's going to be gone next year. And then again, there's a lot of things in Tennessee that may very well change next year. You'll have let us hope quarterback a new running back. You don't have a receiver. The, the receiving tree is going to develop. You know, the offensive line, it might not get any better. So moving forward, Tennessee fans, it's re, it's rebuilding time. And who knows? Maybe your coach can be gone because he doesn't want to rebuild. And it's a shame because Mike brable has been a good football coach in this league for several years now. He's done a wonderful job with the Tennessee Titans. But again, Tennessee fans, this is something that you might have to look forward to. No Henry. No DeAndre Hopkins next year. Who knows? Maybe White River gets tired of it. Now, I'm sure that there's not a lot of Brian Tannehill fans in Tennessee. But at least Brian Tannehill did help get you to some playoff games and went to AFC South. You got to give him that much. And he's been a pretty decent pick-up pickup for, you know, for them. When he got him from Miami, a lot of people thought that why did Tennessee pay, pay that tag to get Ryan Tannehill there? Well, to be honest with you, Ryan has played a fairly decent ball for Tennessee, so much so that he held him, him to the playoffs. But you will no longer have Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry, Hopkins, or others. It's, rebuild, it's rebuilding time. And some of the Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee faith are going to have to certainly get used to that word rebuilding, and again, Enjoy what you got in Derrick Henry because it's going to be gone before you know it. Now let's talk about the, um, let's talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Since we seem to be stuck in the AFC South, let's talk about a, a development today. Shaquille Leonard, who is, uh, well, for those formerly known as Darius Leonard, I should say, formerly known as Darius Leonard, was released by the Indianapolis Colts. Now Leonard, coming from a South Carolina State, was a, was a tremendous fine for the Colts. Yeah, uh, about was it seven or eight years ago was one of them was was a heck of a fine for him, and he proved to be a top top linebacker in this league. Now, the last couple of years, injuries have caught up, have caught up to him, and he hasn't played, he hasn't been the same player. Now, Leonard is now, is gone, and the Colts are going in a different direction now. What does that mean for Leonard? Is there a team out there that could use use Leonard? Yes, there's, a team, there's plenty of teams out there that could use Shaquille Leonard. Now, what team would that be? You know, I don't know. Now, I would say the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys have got some linebacking issues. Leonard might not be the same type of player that he once was, but at 28 years old, you can still get something out of, out of him. And the Dallas Cowboys have linebacking issues use him. Now I think Philadelphia, what about him going to the Philadelphia Eagles? You know, the Eagles always have a habit of adding that player at the right time. Can you imagine him going to the Eagles? To me, that would be a great pickup. They have a good defensive line. You go to the second level, have Leonard. I like that pick. I don't see him with the Giants. Um, the commanders can use him, but I don't see him in that situation. Don't see him with the Bears. Don't see him with Green Bay. Minnesota. Minnesota could be a very interesting fit for him. Again, Minnesota has surprisingly hung around. Now, the Detroit Lions. Now, I can see now I can see the Lions adding a veteran piece. Leonard could be an interesting fit for the Detroit Lions moving forward. You know, but again, you know, you know, I would say the 49ers. The 49ers had Chase Young. Why not add Leonard to your team? I think they have a, they have a pretty good linebacker in but again, who knows? You always win in pieces. The Seattle Seahawks could be an interesting fit. Seattle is in playoff contention. And again, why not put Leonard with a Bobby Wagner? Huh, that would be an interesting fit. Now if he stays in the, stays in the AFC, what about the Buffalo Bills? The Buffalo Bills have, have, it, have had injuries on that defense all year long. Why not add Leonard to the Buffalo Bills? Why not? Again, I would you know. Again, I don't know if the Patriots would be interested. Bill Belichick could be interested in a player like that, but I can't see him going to a team that's, yeah, you know, the Ravens. The Ravens could use a a a winner. I would love seeing in Cincinnati, but in Cincinnati, it's probably looking towards next year. Now, I would say the Pittsburgh Steelers could surprise. Could could be a surprise, a surprise team. Again, if you look at maybe the a- if he doesn't sign with AFC South, what about you know? Could he end up with the Kansas City Chiefs? Possibility, the Chargers. Heck, the Chargers could could use him. Even the Denver Broncos can use his services. Leonard would have would have teams that would certainly look at him. Now, again, I know a lot of teams are look at the injuries that he's had the last couple of years, and it has taken away, and he has played. I think he has started nine games for the Colts this year, but again the Colts are seeing that he is not the same player that he once that he once was. And injuries can do that to an individual. But Leonard, maybe on the still in the right circumstances, is a valuable asset to somebody. I think Leonard can go to a team that has a, a solid defensive a defensive front and he could be the line he could be that linebacker that can play behind that solid defensive, yeah. And play well enough now again that goes back to what about the Philadelphia Eagles now if the Eagles won't want to try their very best to win a Super Bowl why not why not add a Leonard to put behind that defensive line again I would say Dallas Cowboys why not got, yeah why not can you see Leonard with Park with uh, Michael Parsons Dexter Lawrence yeah I could see that yeah Again, they've already got a pretty, they've got what top what top three defenses in this league. They could be more dangerous if um if Tavon Diggs hadn't got hurt. But again, they could use linebacker. A team like the Eagles, a team like the Cowboys. But again, I don't want to see Jerry Jones taking that much of a gamble. I can see the Eagles making the gamble, but I don't see Dallas making making that making that gamble. Again, another team I would say would have been the Denver Broncos. The Broncos have had some That's some issues for linebacking court. You know, since the season began, why not add Leonard? I think Leonard would be a Sean Payton type of player. And you never know. Kansas defense has played well this year, but why not go ahead and add add Leonard to your team? The Chargers have always had talent, but do you add Leonard to that to that fray? The Ravens. The Ravens defense has played better than I thought it would. I still think they got some issues in the secondary, but could Leonard, again, Baltimore is, love, love to have those defensive pieces, and here's yeah, excuse me. And kill Leonard would be one of those guys, he'd be one of those guys that would feel a, he would feel a piece. But for moving forward, I would be surprised. It might take a day or two, but I think Leonard could very well end up, end up side with somebody and uh, making and getting, some playing time and helping a team and helping that defense get their you know that new team into the you know into the playoffs. I can see it happening, but for Leonard, again, like most people, the injuries injuries have hurt this have hurt this man's have hurt this last two years of this man's career. But before that, the guy was a tackling machine. He was one of the better defensive players in the league, and again, the Colts found it found him. Down in South Carolina State, but for Darius Leonard, no, I don't think his career is over with. He's 28 years old. He's still got, still, he's still got a few good years in him. If he gets, yeah, if he ever, if he gets right, if he gets right, you know, he's still a productive player in his league. And like I said, for right now, if he plays behind a good defensive line, he can still, yeah, he can still, he is a serviceable player. And again, that's where I say a team like the Philadelphia Eagles would come into play. If he played for the Eagles, it would definitely take the Eagles. It would take the Eagles defense over the top. Still, I have concerns about the Eagles secondary, but adding a piece like Darius Leonard, or excuse me, Shaquille Leonard, to this team could take the Eagles over the top. So for, and I'm guessing for Leonard, he's going to want to go to a team that's playoff ready. Eagles, Cowboys. Just a couple of teams that you can put out there that are, shall we say, could use an extra piece to the playoff puzzle, and Leonard can certainly help. Can certainly help a team with that. Now, one subject has been brought up. I know about a couple of days ago, and after the another loss put out there by the one. Well, actually, actually not this past not this past but the week. Before last, I should say the New England Pages were on a bye this past week. But now there's been rumors going around that maybe. That Bill Belichick could this could maybe this could be Bill Belichick's last year with the New England Patriots. Now, Robert Kraft has not come out and said that, has not come out and said this is Bill's last year, he's up out of here. But you have to wonder the New England Patriots are not certainly the same team that they that they were. The 20 year dynasty is pretty much over, is is dead and buried. Again. Mac Jones, Mac Jones has been benched three different times this year already, and Mac Jones had the task of trying to replace Tom Brady, and nobody could fill Tom Brady's shoes in New England. Nobody can. A lot of pressure is put on Mac Jones now. Again, Belichick made pretty one a a bad move when you when now Josh McDaniels did a decent job with Mac Jones, but when you brought in Matt Patricia to be the offensive coordinator and a defensive-minded coach. It hurt. It hurt Mac Jones. It hurt the offense. Now he went out and got Bill O'Brien from University of Alabama, brought him in, and thought that would change things. That would make Mac Jones. That would turn it around. But it hasn't done so. And again, the offensive line—it's gone through—it's gone through some injuries this year. The running game. Now, you know, actually, they've got a good young running back in Stevenson, who has had his ups and downs this year. But he's still say he's a solid running back in this league. Now Zeke, to be honest with you, Zeke hasn't played that badly. You know, for the for the you know for the Patriots. So to be honest with you, there is a one two punch error. But again, the receiving core. The thing is, there is not a number one receiver, and that's always been the big issue with the Patriots for so many years. There hasn't been a number one receiver. You had Randy Moss, but let's be honest with you. Yes, I get it. You had a West Walker. Yes, you had a Julie, a Julie, a Danny Anandola, but they're not legitimate number one receivers. Randy Moss is one of the ones legitimate number one that you had for many, many years. And again, for Tom Brady, Brady, yeah, Brady may do with what he had. But again, Mac Jones is not Tom Brady, and Mac Jones cannot make just do. It's gotten so bad now that they're talking about play musical chair quarterbacks now. Will Mac Jones start this week? Will Big belly zappy? Will Will Greer get a chance? And again, yeah. But offensively, the offense is in shambles. It's like Mike Galecki. They got him for the Miami Dolphins, and he has been really non-existent. They thought Hunter Henry and Mike Galecki could be Rob Growkowski and Aaron Hernandez, and unfortunately that has not happened. Now, Hunter Henry's had some moments this year but Mike Galecki has been non-existent. They went out and got Juju Schmidt schuster and Juju really hasn't done a lot for the Patriots. And I thought it was a bad move that Juju went to New England. I think Juju could have gone somewhere else, maybe be a number two receiver for somebody, and have been productive. But he went to the wrong team, because to me, it's like if you go to New England, it seems like wide receivers die in New England, because, yeah, because you know, for some reason... Now, if Tom Brady was still there, Juju might be productive, but he's not there no more. Now, defensively, Belichick's always hung his head on the defense, but the defense has not played up to par, has not really played up to par. I mean, so again, you have to wonder, has the game passed Bill Belichick by? And that's a question, it's a legitimate question about has an answer for it. Has it passed, has it passed him by? But again, Belichick does not have the talent that he once did. I mean you can imagine the guys have come through have come through in Bill Belichick's playing time. From the Braves of the world to the Rob Gromkowski's of the world. You had what Corey Done, the trouble Blunt, your defense, you had a Vince Wolfe at one time, right? Willie McGinnis at one point in time. I mean, Tate, you know, was a Ted Bruski. You had what else what else do you have? Uh, you had your Ty Losh, your Roddy Harrison's that you brought in. I mean You've had talent upon talent upon talent for 20 years. Then again, at the end of the day, the talent dried up. You've They've had some bad drafts. They've had some bad drafts. And again, that falls on Bill Belichick. And you have to wonder, is this the end for Bill Belichick? Now, again, there's been speculation that Belichick might leave New England and go for another job. And again, I'm sure there's... Somebody once said they could see Belichick in Dallas, I don't see it because I can't see Bill and Jerry Jones getting along. That ain't gonna happen. Now the Chargers wouldn't be a bad fit because again the Chargers have talent. The Chargers have got more talent than the Patriots. They've got Justin Herbert as a quarterback. You figured Bill can't screw that up, right? You figured he can't. But again, this gets to be this gets to be very very interesting. Can, you know, can, you know, you know, can Belichick? I mean, to me, Belichick is not going to make the playoffs this year. And to me, this has become a huge disappointment for the New England faithful. The New England faithful, though, at some point in time, Tom Brady wasn't going to be there forever. And some of these players will not be there forever. But again, Belichick has made some poor decisions the last few years as far as drafts, far as free agencies that have come back to bite you new know, England in the butt. It could, maybe it is time to move on from, you know, from, yeah, from, you know, it's time for Robert Kraft to say, Bill, thank you for all these years. You got us six Super Bowl rings, but it's time for you to go. I got to go in a different direction. I need a new look. I need a, f- you know, fresh face to run the organization. To be the head football coach down there. Now, again, you do have Bill O'Brien, who has been the head coach in this league. Do you consider, let Bill O'Brien be your, your new head football coach. Now, Bill done a pretty decent job with the Houston Texans. He had Deshaun Watson pretty much. I can't. I don't want to say in his heyday, but he had Deshaun Watson before all that happened with him, and Deshaun played well. He had DeAndre Hopkins. He had a Will Fuller. He had a J.J. Watt. Bill had built a team. Had built a team. But again, at the end of the day, Bill couldn't get along with DeAndre Hopkins, and that hurt him at the end, at, at the end of the day. But again, for Bill, I mean, would Bill ever sure start taking the uh, New England Patriots head coaching job? I'm not so sure if he would have. But again, you never know if he wants to be a football coach in his league again. Maybe he takes over. And for Belichick, I'm sure there's probably a team out there that would take that would certainly take take Bill. Now, you know, one possibility is what about? Can you see Bill Belichick being a New York Jet? Now. You got to remember, one point in time, he was almost the head football coach of the New York, of the New York Jets, right? Well, then again, I think what was the story? He had the job, gave the job of it after like a day. Yeah, but can you see Belichick going to the New York Jets? Now wouldn't that be a, wouldn't that be a kick a kick in the pants right there? Huh? I'll give you one even better. What about Belichick in Vegas? I mean, there is a Tom Brady connection. Tom Brady does have a little bit of ownership in the in the Raiders. Would Tom consider bringing Billichick in to coach to coach the the Raiders? Well, again, I don't know if he. I don't. I don't think Aiden O'Connell would be a perfect fit for for him. But again, the Chargers. Again, the Chargers. All that talent in the world. Maybe Bill can bring it. Finally, bring something out of them. I mean, I'll you know I'll. Put it. I'll put it out there as a as a, poss- a possibility. But again, again, I don't know. I don't know if the Commanders, if if, if Magic Johnson would go, and ask Bill to become to the NFC and coach the Commanders, he couldn't do no worse of a job than Ron has doing. Absolutely. But, and there is a little bit of talent on the team, but the defense would need to be worked on. The offensive line need to be worked on. I don't know if I don't know if Bill Belichick would want to go to the nation's capital, but you but you never know. Like I said, there's opportunities out there for Bill Jack to take. But I think if Bill Jack was to leave the New England Pages or even thought about it or got fired by Kraft, there may be a couple of options out there. But the Jets would be an interesting fit. I mean to me, you got the defense sort of in place, but you have to work on the offense. And it's not like you're around town on the offense side on, on the side of the ball. You got Reese Hall. You got Garrett Wilson. You could have a veteran like Aaron Rodgers. Can you see Aaron Rodgers and Bill working together? Now that might be something that I don't know if that would. I don't know if that would, if that would play out or not. But again, you, you never know. You never know if it would. The Chargers. i mean, again. I think the Chargers would would wouldn't be that that bad of a fit. Talent is there. You've got a quarterback already. Now. Yeah. But again, for the Patriots fans, I'm sure you, you could probably catch some, you know, YouTube videos, or you maybe you got your maybe you've got some DVDs or something like that, you know, and you're playing back the good old days of the Patriots. But again, that's not the Patriots anymore. I mean, for the last couple few years now, it's been the Buffalo's division. Now it appears to be Miami's division right now. And to me, the Jets, if the Jets had had a quarterback play they would be way better than the Patriots. Now, the Patriots do have the worst record in the division, and to be honest with you, the Patriots keep going at this pace. Heck, the Patriots himself could have a high draft pick in this year's draft. But again, will Bill Belichick be drafting for the Patriots, or will it be somebody else? Now, Belichick has a lot to say, So, and I'm assuming if Bill were to leave the... Patriots, he would have to have some say-so. He would have to be like kind of a general manager slash head football coach. And to me, he wouldn't be in Dallas because Jerry Jones would call the shots in the draft. So Bill's not going there. Now, Chargers? Yeah, I'm sure Bill, Bill could get that. Could get that with, with the Chargers? Yeah, I'm sure he could. Um, I don't know much about the Raiders so much. I mean, maybe. I mean, I know Mark Davis is not quite as hands-on as Al, as dad Al Davis was, but I could see Bill, with the Raiders, calling the shines. But again, I don't know if it's a situation that he would want to go to because of the quarterback situation. I think he needs a solid quarterback. For many years, he goes back and forth. Was it Tom Brady They got the six Super Bowl rings, or was it Bill Belichick? It's a little bit of both, but you're looking back at Belichick's past the only quarterback he's had success with whatsoever is what Tom Brady and times in Cleveland he didn't have that top Ash quarterback in Cleveland now when he went to when he went to New England you have to remember he had Drew Bledsoe before Tom Brady took over Bledsoe got hurt you know Brady came in and then you had that Wally Pipp syndrome there to the point where Brady took over injury was dealt, I think, to Buffalo, I think, right? I think that's what it was, to Buffalo, to the Buffalo Bills. So again, again, you had Bledsoe, you had Brady, so you had two quality quarterbacks. But since then, Belichick has not had, Belichick needs that quintessential solid quarterback. You know, again, which makes the argument, if it wasn't for Brady, Belichick run not have won those six Super Bowl rings. But if you go to the Chargers, you do have a young quarterback in Justin Herbert that plays well. And that's played well since he's entered this league. So again, if Belichick was Belichick, would have to have that decent quarterback. And again, you go, again, Belichick could do wonders for the Chargers, especially defense down the ball. I think Belichick would certainly put his stamp on that defense. If he was to go to the Chargers. But for right now, everything is, pure, everything is that you consider pure speculation. Will, I mean, yeah, will Bill a check end up, it's like, will build end up being a, um, with an all team next next season? We don't know. It's a possibility. But again, I won't say until I believe it. And I'm sure the New England faithful will not say until I believe it. Will Robert Kraft finally give? check the axe. And it's hard to give a coach who has won six Super Bowls for you the axe. Yeah, it's kind of hard to. But again, maybe this is the case. Maybe Robert, Robert Kraft knows. I'm sure Robert, Robert sits up. And he's got to be saying to himself, this is not the same New England team. This is not the same Patriot ball club. This is not the same team anymore. The dynasty's dead. It's buried. And that's the sad thing. That is the saddest thing in the world. And that's a sad thing for the New England Patriots. Consider the 20-year run that you had an amazing run. You probably won't see it again in this day and age. Now, the Chiefs have probably come the closest, but the Chiefs don't have a 20-year run. Unless Patrick Mahomes plays a lot longer, I don't know if Andy Reid would stay around that much. I don't know if Andy Reid, I don't think, would stay around that long to see that run. Again, it could be time for Belichick to move on. Maybe Belichick finally retires. Now, the word on the street is Belichick, I think, wants to hang around long enough to probably break Donald Shula's record, and then maybe he could finally ride off into the sunset. And it is, you know, six Super Bowl rings. It is a Hall of Fame career. You take a look at that. You want a couple more as a defensive coordinator with the the Giants under Bill Parcells. So Belichick has had a couple of rings, a defensive coordinator, six-head football coach. So Belichick's legacy has already been cemented. He will be in the Hall of Fame. Make no mistake about it. Because of his accomplishments. But again, it's always been an answered. If he didn't have Tom Brady, would he have won those all those rings? Again, Belichick needs a quarterback, really, that's a pretty solid quarterback in this league. And if Bill was going to go take on another team, he would have to look around and find that quarterback. Justin Herbert qualifies for that. So maybe you end up seeing him in Los Angeles with the Chargers. I don't know if he'll be with the the Raiders because he needs a solid quarterback. And who knows what you... I don't know if... and I hate to see him go to Vegas and ruin a guy like Aiden O'Connell. I don't want to see that, but that could be a possibility. So Bill Jake hangs around, he's the Patriots, he needs that Solid quarterback. And a guy, like I said, a guy like Justin Herbert. If he goes anywhere else, if he, where else he goes, he needs that quarterback. And what head football coach wouldn't, what head football coach doesn't like a quarterback, a solid quarterback. But We'll see. We'll see if this is the end of the road for Bill Belichick. And if it is, Bill could buy Rodolph in the sunset right now and Be content with it. Six Super Bowl rings and and a couple that as a defensive coordinator for the Giants. But maybe what each way to build Belichick is that Brady won a ring without him. And maybe he needs to wear a ring. Maybe he needs to to get a ring without Tom Brady. And that could be a driving force behind Belichick to break Shuler's record and get a ring without one Tom Brady. Okay, Dallas Cowboys fans. I haven't talked about them since my return to the world of podcasting. But now let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Now, we talked about last episode that Detroit Lions may be one of the best teams in the NFC. And they probably are right now. You can make a case. Certainly, Phillip, I believe, is number one. The 49ers are two. You can make an argument that Dallas or Detroit might be number three. Now, for Dallas Cowboys faithful, the Dallas has played well of late, but again, it appears that Dak Prescott is playing. Is playing well that is playing well that maybe Mike McCartney has finally gotten the best out of Dak Prescott. Well, for Dallas Cowboys faithful, things are going well. Yes, you've had injuries. Tayvon Diggs, Van Lash is out for the year as well. His career could probably be over with as well. You've had injuries. What team in this league hasn't had injuries at this point? late in the season, right? Dak is playing better football. He's, you know, he's playing, he's playing the best football in his career right now. Now, the running game has been kind of a sore subject. Tony Pollard, who was given the keys to be the starting running back, Pollard is, you know, again, Zeke has gone off to New England. Now, he hasn't maybe flourished in that role. Now, CD Land has been a beast. CD is a thousand yard receiver already this season. Now, again, CD has played lights out football. Now, Brandon Cooks, he has not played well. Neither has Michael Gallup. It's been the CD Lamb show. Now, Ferguson's been an outstanding job replacing Dalton Schultz as the tight end. The offensive line has quietly been productive. The defense is one of the top defenses in the league. So, for the Dallas faithful, everything's all going according to plan. Dallas could very well be a playoff team that might not win the division. But they are a playoff contending team I'm not denying that but the thing is can Dallas beat the top teams that's the thing it's one thing to go out there and you beat the New York Giants or the Carolina Panthers you know it's it's one of those things but can you beat the Philadelphia Eagles when it counts the most that's an issue that has to, that has to be answered now you want to compare Philadelphia to Dallas okay Right now, I will still take Hurts over Prescott. I will take Philadelphia's running game. I will take their receiving core. Now, right now, I might take Ferguson because, yeah, because Dallas got hurt. I'll still take the offensive line. Now, defensively, you can make this trip, Dallas. I have to go with Dallas' defense because it's it's ranked in the top three in the league. I might have to go with Dallas over them. Now, special teams... You can go either way. But again, the thing with Dallas is they can, they're can they beating on the teams that should be beaten. but can they beat the Eagles? Can they beat Detroit when they need to? Can they beat the San Francisco 49ers? Now, they could have a chance probably to beat the Saints or probably the Buccaneers. they probably have a chance to do that in the NFC South. Now, can they beat a team like, let's say Seattle makes the playoffs. Do they have a chance to beat Seattle? It's a possibility they could probably beat Seattle. But then again, again, Gino is not playing like he did last year. So yeah, I think, yeah, so to me, they probably had a chance to beat maybe a Seattle. But the thing is, the two teams that I consider the best in the NFC, yeah, I don't think they can beat them. And that's the Eagles and the 49ers. I know Dallas fans don't want to hear that, but the truth is. I'm not sure they could actually beat beat these teams. I don't know. Detroit, now again, I think they have a chance to beat Detroit because I'm not completely sold on Detroit's defense in general. It has played better at times this year than it has the previous two, three years, but there's still holes there. Offense, yeah, Goth, I know, yes. Goth has played well, but then again, he's doing three interceptions last week. They've got a good running game. But again, I think Dallas' defense can give golf fits fits. Now again, Detroit has a very a good offensive line. A lot of people want to talk about Detroit's offensive line, but it's good. But to be honest with you, do I think Dallas could be Detroit? Yeah, there's a possibility it could be Detroit. But then again I think Detroit could probably beat Dallas just as well. But to me, it boils down to the Eagles and the 49 Niners. Can you beat them when it counts the most? And they haven't done that. And again, Dak Dak can put up all the greatest numbers in the world. could put up the best numbers in the history of the Dallas Cowboy franchise, but yeah. But again, can he be like Roger Stalback and take him to the promised land and win a Super Bowl? Can he be like Troy Aikman that took Dallas to the Super Bowl in one snow? That's going to be the main question moving forward for Dak Prescott. And again, there comes a point in time, yeah, that Dak's contract will come up. And let's be honest with you, do you think do you want to pay Dak more money? Again, you've got you've got to look out for Parsons in the future. You gotta look out for C D Lamb, who the last two years has played like a number one receiver in this league. And you got to pay a guy like C D Lamb. You have to pay him whether it's a Tyreek Hill type money, I don't know, but you gotta pay him something. And for Dak, yes, Dak is having a career here. Yeah, well it's played. I can't say down in a career here, but he's playing a pretty good stretch of football right now because Dallas are beating teams that they're supposed to beat. Now there's times where Dallas, a team that it should beat, they struggle to beat, or they lose to them. But for Dallas it is right now, it's still built on the defense. But Dak, you know, and then the offense is second. But again, the offense is playing. Has stretches where it does, play better. Dak, I mean Brandon Cooks came around last week last week. Michael Gallagher caught call a touchdown pass. So maybe there is some strong signs of life in that offense after all. But for the Cowboys, beat the line. You gotta beat the Forty ers and the Eagles to convince people. That's all that I have time for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Please take care of yourselves and I will see you again soon.